Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or coworker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to Save Your Sanity, Help for Toxic Relationships. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. I'm so glad that you found me, and if you are returning to hear the podcast again, great. I'm glad you found value and came back. And if you just found me, I'm so glad you did and that you're here. I hope you'll find value. Tonight, we're going to be talking about how to keep a hijackal from tearing you down. Now, it's got a lot of components to it, and not all of them are what you may think. So it's an important thing to think through, and I want to help you do that by presenting you with a whole lot of thoughts about how hijackals behave. You know, hijackals are those narcissistic, passive-aggressive, antisocial folks who have traits that are consistently difficult and creating conflict and are somewhat toxic. So we want to be aware of how we can actually stop them from tearing us down. Now, of course, we can't put a hand over their mouth, but we can, in fact, help them to um, not have the effect on us that they have been having, perhaps. And if you find value here, I'd love it if you would go over and become a Patreon subscriber. You can pledge $1, $5, $10, or a one-time gift uh, or a monthly gift just to show your appreciation for the show and to keep it running easily. Go to patreon.com slash saveyoursanity, patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. And if you've missed a bunch of episodes and you want to catch up, you can find them wherever you like to find your podcast or you can go to SaveYourSanityPodcast.com. How easy is that? SaveYourSanityPodcast.com. And they'll be there for you. So let's talk about how to keep a hijackle from tearing you down. Now, as I said earlier, you're not going to put your hand over their mouth. That'll never work. Besides that, they'll scream abuse, right? <laughs> so you don't want to be doing that. But you do have many, many ways that you can definitely stop the effect of their desire to tear you down. So it all starts with the idea that hijackals feed on having power over you. They want to manipulate you. They want to control you. So they're kind of in a feeding frenzy of how do they keep having power over you? And they want you to really, really care what they think and what they feel, and what they want, and what they prefer, and they want to come front and center, and all that. You've noticed already, they don't care much what you think, need, feel, want, or prefer, do they? But definitely, they operate on what they want. 
So they want that power over you so that they can prevail and get what they want. Very one-sided. You've noticed that, I'm sure. And if you try to have a conversation about things, it doesn't go well. It simply doesn't go well. They're not having it. They don't want to be living in anything like equality and equity, reciprocity and mutuality. The three must-haves that I talk about of a healthy relationship between adults. And if you haven't listened to that podcast, it's number 115, the three must-haves for a healthy adult relationship. And they're certainly not interested in those, but they are interested in power over you. So what's the fastest way to get it? Well, is to engage in all kinds of gaslighting, not just the ones that we usually think of, but small ones, large ones, and everything in between as well. And gaslighting is when you manipulate someone psychologically into questioning their own sanity. Now, that comes from Oxford Languages Dictionary. So that's the official definition, to manipulate someone psychologically into questioning their sanity. So think about that for a moment. Imagine somebody that gets up in the morning and their motive for getting through the day is to manipulate you psychologically into questioning your sanity. Wow, that's not a good start, is it, if you're in relationship with that person? So I added a few things to the definition, and this is my added definition. Gaslighting is when someone tries to define another person's reality for them to their own advantage. So trying to define another person's reality for them to your own advantage is gaslighting someone. They want to have the advantage over you, so they want to make you question yourself, second-guess yourself, question your sanity, so that they can have power over you. And gaslighting comes up in a lot of ways. They're defining your reality for their purposes, as I said. But they also do it to keep you down and dismissed and discounted and demeaned because they always have to be on top. They always have to win. They always have to be right. They're always the one who remembers and knows, the one who will correct your accurate memory of how something happened and then tell you that you're wrong. I know this is ringing bells for you if you're with a hijackal. And for those of you who are new and don't know my term hijackals, I created it so we would stop using clinical diagnostic terms like narcissist or borderline or sociopath or psychopath, none of those. Let's just call them hijackals. These are people who hijack relationships for their own purposes and for their own interests. And then relentlessly scavenge those relationships for power, status, and control. So they want to keep you down and dismissed and discarded and demeaned and degraded, and they want to keep you questioning your own reality. But they want that control. They want the manipulation. They feel powerful when they have it. Isn't that sad that you only get power in life by manipulating and having power over other people. And they want to isolate you 
so that they can have control over you. They want to marginalize you, keep you away from your friends and family. You know, always remember when a hijacker wants to take you on a vacation, there is an underlying thing that you have to notice. They want to be in control, have more control, have you away from everything familiar to you. And when you're hooked on hope that this person loves you and this vacation is going to be wonderful and it's going to be such a wonderful reconnection, also remember that dark side. No, they're going to have ultimate control over it. And you know that hijackals like to ruin occasions. They like to ruin birthdays, celebrations, holidays, and vacations. Remember that. Don't buy into the idea it'll be better this time. Once you have had a, an experience or two with them, you know it's not going to be better. And you know that they're going to take those opportunities well away from anywhere that you can go to, to tear you down. It's really sad. And I know most people don't like looking at it that way. But the sooner that you can get your head around looking at it that way, the sooner you can have that light bulb moment that says, yes, if I celebrate a milestone in my life, somehow the hijackal doesn't want to, is in a bad mood, doesn't feel well, refuses to go, or makes a big scene when they get there. And these are ways that they tear you down because Things are ripped away from you, a celebration, a time with friends, some joy, some peace, some love, some excitement, some accolades. That's what they do. So they wear you down and they tear you down. And that's what's so exhausting about them. They want to, to really break your will, break your spirit and have power over you. Now, hijackals come in all forms. They may be your parent. They may be your parents. They may be your partner. They may be a sibling. They may be an adult child. Maybe you had a hijackal ex, and now you have a hijackal child, and they want power over you too. So they will begin to tear you down, say deprecating things, demean you, uh, make light of your accomplishments, not believe you. They will do all kinds of things like that. So we can't allow them to be tearing you down. And what you think of as compromise, they have no idea of. Compromise to them is getting their own way. No compromise won't happen. What they want you to do is sacrifice. Let that sink in for a moment. They don't want to compromise. They want you to sacrifice what you want, who you are, what would lift you up, what would be of interest to you, what's true for you. They want you to sacrifice that to their power and will and often to their lies and deceit as well. So are you going to let a person like that actually into your head and start believing them? Well, that's one of the ways that we're going to talk about to stop them from tearing you down. And you can't keep them from trying to tear you down, but you can keep them from doing it or doing it further. And these are important tips tonight.
Very important tips. And as I said, if you had a hijackal parent, you know very well that you were torn down. Nothing was good enough. You were never good enough. You bring home five A's and an A minus. The only focus was what happened to the A minus. Somebody else's kid does it better than you. Why should I bother with you? As long as your feet are under my table, you will do what I say and think what I think. Now, there are lots of pieces to that. So if you were raised by a hijackal parent, it is totally likely that you are going to attract a hijackal partner. And they're going to do the same thing. And you still don't like it but it's familiar. It's comfortably uncomfortable. So we have to have a good look at these hijackals that we may have in our life and say, am I letting them tear me down? Have I given away my power to say, I know what's true about me? So this is a big moment when you realize that, that maybe I have, I've been trying to please this person who will not be pleased. I have been trying to accommodate or compromise. And the more you do that, the more they ask you to. Have you noticed that? The more that you give in, the more they expect you to give in. I hope this podcast episode is the beginning of you saying, "Uh uh-uh, not going to have any more of that not happening because who makes up what you say to yourself in your head about yourself? Who actually makes that stuff up? Are you consciously deciding or are you so used to being battened down and told and gaslighted and, and criticized and judged and demeaned and degraded and discounted that you're believing other people? Maybe you have a history of believing other people's view of you, but I'm inviting you to sit up and pull your shoulders up and back and open your mind and your heart to the fact that you get to make up what's true in your head. You get to decide what's true. Nobody else gets to decide what's true for you. Give me a high five. Let's get on that train. No one gets to decide what's true for you except you. So don't let other people's views of you become the script that you run in your head. Stop and have a thought about that. I'm going to give you some ideas for that in just a bit. Then who do you believe and why do you believe them? Are you in the habit of believing only when people say negative things about you so that you can affirm your negative self-image? If so, you are a hijackal's dream because they will continually barrage you with negative things and you will go, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm not worth anything. Oh, I shouldn't have even tried that. That was silly of me. Why do I even think I could do that? And pretty soon you are falling into this trap. If you're there already, doesn't matter. You can pick yourself up and get out of this. Slow going maybe, but absolutely worth the journey. So who do you believe? You know, I've done a podcast on the 12 lies that narcissistic mothers tell you about yourself. That's important to go and listen to. I've done other episodes on narcissistic parents, hijackal parents, 
how to overcome a hijackal parent's programming of you. All of these things are important, but if you find yourself with a hijackal partner, you probably thought that you might be getting into a healthy relationship where there would be give and take. There would be interest on both sides. There would be compromise on both sides that you could figure anything out because you loved each other. And wasn't it sad when you figured out that's not going in that direction at all? Mm-mm. And you kept trying to make excuses for it, maybe. Oh, well, my partner's having a bad day. My partner's under a lot of stress. They had a poor childhood. They're feeling down right now. Things aren't going so well for them. And you keep making up reasons why this person behaves poorly. And so basically, you're handing them an excuse in your own head for behaving poorly. And definitely not in the interest of the we. Remember, in every relationship, there are three entities. There are two me's and one we, and they are a three-legged stool. They have to all be considered and be similar sizes. So sometimes one me needs more attention. Sometimes the other me needs more airtime. And sometimes you both have to do what's in the best interest of the we. Well, hijackals don't like having a we because they want to have me, 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 me. (laughs) So when you endeavor to be inclusive and say us and things like that, they're thinking it was best for themselves. And we have to just be out in the honest and open about it. You know, that is the way they think. Where's the angle that I can get the most for me? And the most power over you and take something away from you is a bonus. So when they start to just nitpick and tear you down and make little side comments and blindside you with something in public or constantly body shame you or talk about your inadequacies, even though they don't exist, you need to notice that if you're letting it in, if you are actually ingesting it and digesting it, that diet has to stop. It's not true. That's not who you are. It's certainly not fair. And it's definitely one-sided. And that just can't continue. It can't continue because they gaslight you. They'll deflect you say something that they, that you, you know, you say, I don't like what you said. Oh, I was only kidding. So they deflect or they delay. You want to talk about something. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about that later. And then later never comes or they distract. And I did a whole episode on their distraction called blame shifting. You say to them, this bothers me. This is true. This is what I feel. This is what I think. And you're just hoping for an open, vulnerable conversation within the blink of an eye. All of that now becomes what's wrong with you. That's blame shifting. And you can find that episode. Or they'll they'll play silly games like, oh, do it for me because you know I love you. Well, that can be very endearing in a healthy relationship, can be kind of fun and playful, and we both know that it has nothing to do with the truth. But when you are in a hijackal relationship, they're endeavoring to do anything they can do to get everything their way. 
So what can we do to stop someone, a hijackle someone, from tearing you down? What can you do? Number one is consider the source of the words coming at you. You don't respect this person. When you really stop and think about it, from 500 feet away, you look at their behavior and all of that, and you go, ooh, no, that's not good. And yet you are endeavoring to please someone that you don't respect in many ways. Now, that's a little funny to think about, isn't it? You don't really trust them, yet you believe them. You don't like how they are in the world or how they treat you. So that's another one. And you're often demeaned by them, meaning they don't have your best interest at heart. They are not there to uplift and support you. They're not there to offer you reciprocity and mutuality. So number one is to think, who is this person that I am believing about myself? And when you really get aside from that and you say, it doesn't matter about love. I'm not talking about any of those feelings you might have. I'm talking about the cognitive function. I don't like how this person behaves. I don't like how they speak to me. I don't like how they treat other people. I don't like their ideas. I don't like the fact that they never hear me. They don't listen to me. They don't acknowledge me. They don't appreciate me. And yet here I am running after them to believe them when they give me their low opinion of me. No. Okay. A big internal no. Because all of this I'm going to tell you are inside job things to start with that you change to stop them from being allowed to tear you down in your own mind. They're not going to stop doing what they're doing in all likelihood, but you are going to stop taking it in. You are going to stop believing it. So consider the source. Who is this person? You know, my mother was a raving hijackal, and it was a big moment for me when I realized I don't even like you, and yet I want you to like me? Mm -mm. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That was a big moment. It might be a big moment for you. Number two, why do you believe their view and discount your own? You know, people often ask me, well, I've got to get closure. I just need to talk to the hijacker one more time after they've left. And I say, no, 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 no. Oh, well, I want closure. I want closure. Closure is an inside job. It's when you start believing what you know is true rather than trying to hear what they think is true. So very important. Why do you believe a person who treats you poorly over your own knowledge of yourself and probably many people who have told you how much they appreciate you and yet you don't let the appreciation in. You don't let the positive in. So there's a big moment to straighten up and pull your shoulders back and say, I'm going to find the positive and pay attention to that. I'm going to let the positive in. This is what I am going to do. And yes, I can see the negative when it comes. I'm not going to be in denial, but I'm going to hold on to the positive piece and say, yes, I agree with that piece. Yes, that's true about me. So that when all that negative comes piling out, mm -mm, you've got your Teflon up. 
you've got the, your Teflon shield in place and it just slides off because you don't believe them because you don't like their behavior. You don't like their view. So why please them? Now, I know you might think, oh, well, what about relationship? How about having a healthy relationship? You want to have a healthy relationship where you both are endeavoring to have reciprocity and mutuality. Yes, but remember the word that I put before that to create a healthy adult relationship. You're not going to have a healthy relationship with a hijackle, no matter how hard you try, because they are not interested. And you need to let that truth sink home. That you could stand on your head and spit wooden nickels for a decade, and they are not going to be interested. They are not, they are just wanting to discount you to feel better about themselves. So you do many things well. You do many things well. Start reminding yourself of what you do well. When that barrage comes at you from a hijackal that's tearing you down, make a little mental checklist. No, I keep I keep things the way I want to. I I have friends. People enjoy my company. I'm good at this. You know, just keep a little inventory that you repeat to yourself. So it's kind of the same thing as putting your hands in your ears and going la 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 la, right? Because you are you are having an internal dialogue. Know that you're kind and you're capable and you're trustworthy and you're honest. Don't be trying to prove to them that you're trustworthy. They made all that up. I mean, unless you've been cheating. But if you didn't and they're accusing you of cheating, just don't have any of it. No, just say out loud, no, I am trustworthy. I know I am trustworthy. Just quietly, neutrally, not to start a fight, authentically, genuinely. But remind yourself internally, I am trustworthy. So whatever this person has got running over here to try and tear me down and second-guess me and cause gaslight me and cause me to second-guess myself, I know the truth about me. I'm not going to let them fool around with my self-concept anymore. That's really powerful. And you believe them when they say you're not enough. Many people do. They talk to me about it. I don't know if I'll ever be good enough for this person. You won't. You can't be. You can't be good enough for a hijackal. Otherwise, they wouldn't feel they had power over you. So you need to start affirming yourself. Remembering what you do, what you believe, what's good about you, what you do well, the hopes and dreams that you have. Don't let them snatch them away by telling you that you don't deserve them. It's all a power play. And when you see that clearly, things get better. So number three, believe good things about yourself. You know, as I said, accept compliments and say thank you. You know, people who are are people pleasers, someone gives you a compliment. Oh, I love your dress or I love your shirt. I love your car. And you say, oh, well, you know, I didn't pay much for it. And I was kind of thinking maybe I'd made a mistake. No, learn to accept the compliment. Allow it to come in. Allow it to fill you. It's warm. It's wonderful. And, and own it. That's a big thing for many people to learn to accept a compliment. Thank you. You know, 
I, I enjoy it too. Thank you. I really appreciate hearing that. Thank you. It feels good to hear that. Practice doing that so that you will take in the good and then affirm yourself. You know, I do things well. I'm proud of myself when. I feel good about the way I handle this. I am excited about my dreams. No matter what all the chatter is coming from the hijackal, you know, you'll never be anything. Who do you think you are? Why are you trying that? What do you want to go to school for? No, you are there going, I'm having my own party in my head. I'm not listening to all this. I am reminding myself that I am good enough, that I do do things well, that I do remember what happened. I am stopping second-guessing myself and replacing it with being quite happy with who I am. And it might be a journey for you, but counter in your head any negative examples that they put out and just be ready for that. Now, number four, counteract the hijackal in your head, as I just said, because you need to get fine-tuned in your hearing. You're so used to being put down or or demeaned or second-guessed that you may not pick it up at the beginning. So start really picking it up so that you can counteract it in your head. You'll find it happens way too many times with most hijackals. So you need to be right on it and stop believing it. And I always will invite you to take your shoulders up and back and down and get more space in your chest. Take up more space. You're not being pugilistic. You're not looking for a fight. You are just simply saying, I deserve to take up space. And just practice that posture. Because after a while, we start to contract and we start to look up at people. And those those signals that we give our body are emotionally based. And we will then start declining, going into ourselves. So do things that allow you to expand your chest and stand up straight. Little trick, always keep your chin parallel to the floor unless you're lying down. <laughs> Do that because that keeps your the back of your head uh, where there are all kinds of important things in there. It keeps it stretched and open, keeps the vertebrae open, and is a much better posture for you. Okay, number five. If you're going to say something out loud, respond with a neutral. That's not the way I remember it. I don't believe that. I don't think that about myself. Just quietly say those things. You're not looking for a fight. You are just simply talking about what's true for you inside. Yes, they may not like it, but you're not saying anything about them. You're saying something about yourself. And keep doing it. Of course, if it's too much trouble to keep doing it, keep doing it in your head. But I hope that you will begin to say it out loud. Number six, get good friends who see you clearly and believe you and believe in you and like you and then believe them when they tell you who you are. Really believe them. Take it in. Allow that to be part of your understanding of yourself. 
Again, they give you compliments. They they like who you are. They want to spend time around you. They want to create an event with you. They invite you to places. Notice that. That's them affirming you, saying, hey, I like you. I want to be with you. So when the hijack goes nattering all over, nobody cares about you. Who do you think you are? You say, well, there are these five people who invite me places. That's what your conversation is in your head. You have to counteract the chatter the negative chatter, the negative nattering of a hijackal. Really important. Number seven, remember times you've done things well. When a hijackal puts you down and wants to make you feel small, be really quick to remember things you've done well, things you are doing well, good times, times when people complimented you. Always be ready with the antidote to the hijackal's poison. It's really uplifting, and it will empower you. You know, in my my membership program, um, Emerging Empowered, you can join in. It's at joinintoday.com. There's a wonderful uh, ways that we can emerge empowered. And many of them come from the inside. That's why I call it the Emerging Empowered Community. And there are threads for everybody there, people who are just realizing they're with the hijackal, people who are making up their mind if they're going to stay or if they're going to go, people who are leaving, people who have left and are recovering, people who are dating after a toxic relationship, co-parenting with a toxic person, or having had toxic parents. So there are people there to talk with and to share your thoughts with and to share solutions. And I'm in there all the time. And there are all kinds of other great benefits, including two, two times a month that you can register for free when you're a member where you can come on and talk with me and my Ask Me Anything calls. So when you need a shot in the arm, the membership is there for you. They're all there to say, hey, keep going. Yes, you can do this. Yes, you are worthwhile. And when you get a little bit down on yourself, you can go there. Or you can ask these wonderful new friends that I'm encouraging you to have who really appreciate you and see you for who you really are. Now, number eight. Start to wonder if be, it's worth it to be with somebody who wants to tear you down. You have to start to wonder. I'm sure that you wonder daily sometimes, but you really have to start to say, why don't I ever hold this thought? I am with somebody who is dedicated to tearing me down, dedicated to wearing me down, dedicated to putting me down. Maybe this is not a good choice. And then number nine won't surprise you. It's to get help so that you can make good, clear decisions for you. You know, sometimes the decision is not to leave right away. Depends on the age of your children. Depends on financial arrangements. Depends on all kinds of things. Every case is different. But you need to think it through. It's really important to think through what is actually happening, what do you want to be happening. And no matter what, say no to gaslighting. They want to tell you who you are and they want to tell you you're worthless. Do not believe them. So I hope that you have some new ideas now on how to keep a hijackle from tearing you down. 
As I said earlier, you can't put your hand over their mouth, (laughs) but your internal workings can change and say, that's not okay with me. So I hope you'll think deeply about these things. And in the meantime, until we talk again, treat yourself very well because you're precious and you matter. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon.